Okay. This is a drop-in. I'm just going to do do my thing here. So there are two things that are happening right now. It's kind of a left v right type of thing. Now, what I've under from what I understand, vaccine mandates are kind of the more populist, you know, thing that that really will impact uh, public service, the way we administrate our uh, the uses of our government on a day to day basis. Um, people, sixty thousand people being fired or laid off in the U.S. military and arms armed forces. So it's actually kind of a, a, a collaborative or it's it's a national win if we have defense, uh, skilled defenders that get to retain their posts at their jobs in America defending American interests, okay? If, the, if that's what they're doing, regardless of what your position is on foreign policies or all that na 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 BS stuff. Uh, in, in pertaining to the people who were actually staffing for those positions, you know, it is a different matter. They're going to get staffed for those positions, and they're skilled. They've been trained. The American people have paid for the training. You know, it's important to keep viable, trained people in those posts if they're actually going to defend the country. And having a standing army to defend the country is a net good because there's lots of stuff going on. We got lots of enemies. And if we're attacked, it would be really great if somebody would be there to defend our interests that we paid already for. So, <clears throat> so we had one judge who came out and said, all right, you know, from, I think it was Ohio. Ohio came, came out and said, we are going to stand in the gap for these 60,000 armed service members uh, on, and, and I'll d defend them in court. Let me see if I can just find it without sounding like a complete stooge here. So, I found this on my own, so I feel like really proud of it. I feel like I found it on my own. Um, <laughs> let me just get there. Alright. Oh no! I think I lost my... Okay, so I, I think it dropped out. So I think what's going to happen now is I'm just going to look for it online. Or I could just cut to this other thing. Okay, so what's going on with abortion? That's the other, like, kind of compelled reproductive health, also health care mandate that's happening right now. Texas AG Paxton is suing the Biden administration over abortion guidance to doctors. Okay, and this is a classic like state versus the federal government, state versus the you know, states rights versus the national rights. And so he's his argument is that the emergency care order would compel Texas hospitals to provide abortions as an emergency service to people in Texas, which has never been done before. You know, nobody could walk into a Texas, a Texas emergency room and, and get an abortion. I just, you know, and, and actually that would be bizarre for anybody to do that in the country. But depending how it's interpreted, um, that's what it would happen. And um, I, don't, I don't think 
that uh, the Texas state law would stop a woman from getting an abortion in the event of her being in immediate and terminal peril, such as the infamous ectopic pregnancy. Um, so in, th- in that case, Texas law allows for you to go get an abortion. So in some cases, uh, it's a little bit dicier. So there's the, the existence now of the New Mexico <clears throat> New Mexico trucks on the border of Texas. Uh, it's like Torchy's Tacos next to an abortion truck. Get a taco and then go get an abortion. It'd be really weird. You know, we talked about it here at the house. It's, it's just a weird prospect. And you just kind of drive a few hours. Uh, New Mexico. Get your eyebrows threaded. Get your abortion. Get something to eat. Go home. And I think that's weird. But that's that's the world we're living in at the moment. So there is no barring, you know, th- this falsehood of being of being obstructed from leaving the state to to go do your abortion procedure. You don't have to let anybody in the state know you're doing this. You can just go in private and don't tell anybody. Don't tell me. Don't tell your boss. Don't tell anybody. Just go go do your secret private dirt and 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 your business and over the border if that's what you're going to do. If that's what you're going to do. And I think the thing about abortion is is that like pregnancy, it's it's a private, 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 private matter. Like nobody really needs to be an audience for your pregnancy status anyway. So the one provision, the one humane provision in this uh, EO that came down from from Biden on abortion, if there was one, was that there was additional. Uh, attention paid to existing high-tech and existing HIPAA rules. I'm not sure how strong or or if anything, you know, more advanced that they, they just are going to pay special attention. So they just kind of waved at HIPAA, right? They're not doing anything new. They're just kind of saying we have HIPAA law and HIPAA law will, will protect us in these cases. And so that's not not really sufficient like if a crime is being committed then it's reasonable suspicion and so reasonable suspicion in terms of like what's going on in a pregnancy if you sought an abortion those sorts of things those are all speculative gray areas and so that's that's something where you will need privacy um but the best thing to do is if you live in a state that prohibits, that's under abortion prohibition, if you, and if you so desire to have an abortion, is to just not break the law and go to a state where abortions are in fact legal. So I, I will advise you as a, as a compassionate person, you know, who, who wants you to stay above the law or, you know, above board in the law don't have an abortion in Texas. That's it. So, so there's that until things are, you know, or go consult a lawyer about what you're going to do. And you can consult a lawyer out of state. That's something you can do. That's not illegal. And that's protected under 
lawyer-client privilege. So regardless of what medical procedure you get, you can you can pursue legal counsel in a protected way. Um, <clears throat> but they say that it, because the SCOTUS did in fact annul the civil intrusion uh, portion of the bill or the law that says that any any party, the mailman, the uh, the dog catcher, your next door neighbor can sue you if you attempt to get an abortion, get an abortion, or on your way in the car to getting an abortion, they have proof, blah, blah, blah. They can sue you civilly for trying to get, for, for making noises like you're gonna get an abortion, okay? That person, school teacher, a four-year-old, anybody in the state of Texas could civilly sue a woman or, yeah, pregnant person, <laughs> a woman, uh, for for uh, having aims or ambitions to, to get an abortion in Texas. So the SCOTUS shot that one down. That was just lame. And I'm glad they did it. That should have happened. But now now it's it's much more fair in terms of, like, states' rights or whatever. Um, but it's, it's not going to be fair to the people who, who so desire unlimited, unqualified, you know, from conception to birth, access to abortion. You know, I'm of the opinion, even though I'm not a lawyer and a lawmaker, that after a certain point, it, it, it goes from being a zygote to a baby at some point. And then once it becomes a baby, you are going to commit infanticide, and that's not okay. So I'm with the group of Americans who are like, really, you should just kind of, after a certain amount of weeks... You shouldn't. You shouldn't be doing that. So, <clears throat> but I, I didn't make a law here in Texas. I just I'm talking about it. So let me hop back to this this uh, this uh, bad news mandate. Bad news for Biden over the vaccine mandate. So the courts have blocked him on a couple things before. Oh my god. All I'm getting is, is headlines about the abortion uh, lawsuit. That I'm not getting anything on the other thing. Uh, but there was some vaccine mandate news. COVID. COVID. Vaccine. Okay, let's see here. Okay, Governor J.B. Pritzker ends COVID vaccine mandates at colleges as he tweaks many statewide pandemic restrictions. Okay, so that's a that's somewhat of some action by Democratic Governor Pritzker. Okay. Court requires transparency in lawsuit brought by Maine healthcare workers fighting COVID va- vaccine mandate. Oh, this was the best one. <laughs> She's COVID authoritarian meets red line at vaccine mandate. This is the best. Here, I'm going to read this. Okay. 
So, President Xi Jinping made use of his authoritarian power in China to impose the, the world's strictest controls against COVID-19, but there's one measure he didn't push, and it was vaccines. So, China's first attempt at a vaccine mandate this month was abruptly scrapped last week, within days of being announced by municipal officials in Beijing. The plan to stop people entering public venues without proof of vaccination sparked an outcry online. Wow. Asia Online, that's where the power is. <laughs> With Chinese social media user calling it an illegal cap on their freedoms and questioning how effective the vaccines were against immune-evasive variants. This is unbelievable. We don't even do this in America. If we cry out online, it's like, meh, meh. We hear you, but it's just, it's just not, it's not legal. It's just on paper. It's just you crying online. So... Vaccine mandates have emerged as a surprise red line for the ruling Communist Party, which up until a few years ago controlled citizens' reproductive rights through one of... Oh, this is so... God. So weird. Uh, up until a few years ago controlled citizens' reproductive rights through its one-child policy and is steaming ahead with other controversial virus curbs such as widespread tracking of individuals through their phones, mass testing, and border curbs. Okay, so that's China. China won't even accept a vaccine mandate. Their people roiled up and said, "This is this is the this is it. This is the red line. You will not do this to us. You've locked us in our houses. You've killed us. You've killed our pets. You know, you've done everything to us, but you're not going to force us to take this vaccine." The people in leadership in the government was like, "No. No, you're not going to force us to do this." Which, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad there's there there isn't a limit to what happens over there. It that's impressive. I, I'm being impressed at this point because they could do that on a lot of other things and try to get some more freedoms over there, but they don't do that. So let's see here. Okay, as Army National Guard COVID-19 vax mandate deadline expires, states push back to stem force losses. Okay. And that means that they were there were some filing of such things. Okay. It was 40,000 a week ago, the guardsmen, and 14 of them saying they do not intend to receive the vaccine. Soldiers who refuse the vaccination order without an approved or pending exemption request are subject to adverse administrative actions, including flags, bars to service, and official reprimands. In the future, soldiers who continue to refuse a vaccination order without an exemption may be subject to additional adverse administrative actions, including separation. Unit commanders will be able to activate and pay soldiers for limited administrative purposes, such as receiving the vaccine, processing their exemption request, or conducting a separation procedure. Soldiers will be paid or receive retirement credit for these service days. Guardsmen will also be paid by their states when they are on missions from their state governors. Uh, the Army said that as of Friday, and this was Friday, I think last week? July 5th, yeah. Uh, so, Friday, July 5th, 89% of its National Guard received one dose of the COVID vaccine and 87% are fully vaccinated. So that was last week or so, 10 days ago, really. 
I'm looking for news that just happened. I know I just saw this. Okay, I'm going to change my VPN so maybe I'll get a better news result because as it stands, where I am not seeing this is here. And I'm going to put U.S. in the search requirements. Give me U.S. news. Wow, this is insane. Like the what you see if you're trying to beat the adminders by using a VPN and say like Europe and say getting choices there. It shows you different things online. And it filters your news differently, so the news in my inbox doesn't look like this. It says, court hands bad news to Biden over vaccine mandate. Let me just click this link and see what it tells me before it. I get spun out. Okay. Because when I put this headline, just drop it in the search bar does not give me what I'm looking for. This shall be over soon. Oh, here it is! Wisconsin's conservative high court hands GOP another weapon. Madison. Wisconsin's conservative-controlled Supreme Court handed Republicans their newest weapons to weaken any Democratic governors in the battleground state. Uh... And that is about the Environmental Policy Board, which is not even what I was looking for. Okay, vaccine mandate. Court, court plus vaccine mandate. Okay, and I need the last day. Good grief. It's like they're trying to scrub this from the internet. I can't see it. I know it's in my inbox. It's around. I just can't see it. Federal court halts all Air Force COVID-19 vaccine mandate. This is it. And the source is thomasmoresociety.org. Why was this so hard to find? I mean, I'm looking at it. I looked on it at it on my own phone like maybe an hour ago. It was like there were three or four tickler files of things. And so here we go. 12.39 a.m. today. And then I got to go. All right. So a federal court in Ohio entered a nationwide temporary restraining order today, or it, this was yesterday, July 14th, that prevents a United States Air Force, the United States Air Force, from enforcing its military COVID-19 vaccine mandate when there was a request for a religious exemption. So this is, this is religious exemption. So this is based on Amendment 1, and the order is prohibiting the enforcement that applies in any situation in which a service member has submitted a religious accommodation request that has either been denied or not yet acted upon. Thomas More Society attorneys are pleased with this development as it directly affects a lawsuit in which they represent several members of the Air Force, and that should be good news to um, 
also Matt Gates district because he also filed some stuff about this. So the United States District Court for Southern District of Ohio entered the order banning the enforcement of the vaccine mandate in Doster v. Kendall. The order is valid for 14 days during which time the court will consider a preliminary injunction which would extend the ban protecting religious objectors up until a trial is held. So they are going to take this to court, like high court, and let the courts duke it out. So uh, I hope that there will be um, some protections. I don't know if if, uh, vagina considerations should come in. I think it should because... The vaccines aren't actually vaccinating. I mean, they're given the label of vaccines, but they're not vaccinating, meaning there's no viable uh, immunity. It's it's kind of chasing down its own immunity category. Vaccines perform a certain function according to how they are listed or categorized, but at this time, what we call a vaccine in the COVID-19 vaccine isn't vaccinating. What it's doing is it's producing a certain mRNA spike protein that is gene-based, like a gene-based therapy or a gene-based therapeutic from what I understand. So it's altering DNA and it's altering the DNA of the virus, but that's an antiviral treatment and not a vaccine. It can be considered a vaccine if it had a certain, I, I'm getting legalistic here, but I'm, I'm thinking that it has to perform the performative notion of a vaccine. It's not really a vaccine that these soldiers are taking. You could make that case in court that it's, it's some sort of weirdo gene therapy. It's not really a vaccine. So if, if they take that to court, that could unravel the whole rigmarole right there. Because what they're asking people to take, now there's a long history of the Department of Defense injecting soldiers with whatever. So I'm I'm not, I'm just going to, this is a real gamble, guys. But gene therapies are dice. Angina does GINA, the GINA law, will protect your rights in that case. And the First Amendment should protect your rights in in that case but it's I would say it's a weaker argument there might be a stronger medical argument but they, they should fight this on all fronts because it's enforced or forced health care in terms of, of public service you're paying for the forced vaccination of US soldiers in your taxes and you're paying for the mandatory and if you object to that there's the thing that you can do is you could call your representative and say, I am against the U.S. armed forces being forced to be vaccinated, period, with this particular vaccine. You could just say that. That's something you could do. Um, because if you don't like forced medicine, which, you know, med- medical prohibition is different from forced medicine. Okay, enforcing you to produce a child—that's really in a in a zone where I think it's it's really none of Texas's business. 
I don't think they should do that. Um, but then, of course, you could you could take yourself to another place and and you know self determine better if that's if it gets that bad. If it really gets that bad, you can transport your body and whatever state it is, whatever leg of pregnancy you're on, trimester wise, and just figure it out. Okay. If you can't figure it out in Texas, figure it out somewhere else. So, um, so that's my long diatribe here. It was only meant to be like a short drop in on to update you on these healthcare mandates. But this is what's going on. Like, you can't, you couldn't say uh, a few months ago that taking the vaccine is anything other than complete and total 100% healthcare couldn't say that you can say that online I'm currently banned from saying anything online at Twitter and um, and I'll get to another reason I'm trying to deduce the other reason that I'll cover on that AI show tomorrow which will be airing sometime between 12 and 2 p.m. Central Standard Time I hope you'll join us for that AI show so I'm gonna wrap this up probably hasn't been the most articulate uh, news and views cast, but it, it really wasn't meant to be anything other than a one-way drop-in. So I hope you have an amazing day and an amazing weekend if you're listening. Hi, Miranda. I see you there. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up, and uh, we'll see you guys at AI Show if you're going to come along. Hi, this is Sheila Dean with That AI Show and the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. We are running a July promotion to get as many Substack followers as humanly possible to subscribe at SheilaMDean.Substack.com. Please go to the website and hit subscribe uh, for a goal of 500 subscriptions. So far, so good. So that's Liberty in Many Directions, SheilaMDean.Substack.com. So what do you get? What's in it for you? You get podcast content aired specifically on Colin.com from That AI Show, a Saturday show on AI subject matter with conversation, and the Unsanctioned Citizen podcast archives, as well as specific writings from yours truly. So go ahead. Uh... Get on board and promote. If you like the stuff that you're hearing and perceiving and reading, go ahead and try to get at least three to five friends or a hundred friends if you want to uh, buy in and subscribe. This is the month to do it. Time is ticking. Let's go. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button. Remember that callers are welcome. Subscribers can access Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast Archives at Substack, Automatic, iHeartRadio Podcasts, and Call-In. Please stay in touch. We want to hear from you. Visit SheilaMDean.com. <laughs>